as if she couldn't guess. But I'm its dad. They'll think I'm one of those cool old doodads who's still got a fully revved up turbocharger under his bonnet. And it's not running on unleaded. The gleeful chuckle surfaced once more. Jay sighed and muttered, Give me strength, before burrowing down deep into the duvet, trying unsuccessfully to shut out flashes of light from the TV. She surfaced briefly to ask, Are you actually watching that? Mmm. Greg turned the volume up, bringing into the room the sound of an exuberant steel band. Jay yawned. She felt exhausted suddenly, wishing she hadn't been so greedy with Imogen and Triss's baby celebration champagne, which had lowered the already feeble diet defences enough for her to pick out on that third slice of chocolate cake. It was lying heavily now inside her, accusing her of gluttony, slack discipline, and a reckless disregard for seemly feminine behaviour. The strawberries didn't count. They were only fruit. But not even a token hesitation had she expressed about wolfing down all that sweet crumbly cake, the over-rich creamy filling, so very much thick chocolate and walnut icing. Failing all the rules of proper womanhood, Jay hadn't so much as murmured a reluctant, Oh, I really shouldn't. Now all those calories, enough to keep a polar trekker marching for several days, were getting their revenge, making their presence felt within her as they advanced unstoppably to cosy up alongside the fat deposits on her thighs. And there it would all stay forevermore, bulking up the flab and the inches. On top of all this, Greg's thoughtless granny comment was what a social commentator would call not helpful. There must be women, Jane mused, as she closed her eyes and thought of sleep. In fact, she was sure that there actually were women out there in that parallel fantasy realm of long-term coupledom, women who were blessed with a far higher level of after-sex appreciation than this. A hearty slap on the thigh, a jolly confirmation that slim as a wand had bypassed gorgeously rounded and morphed irrevocably into downright flabby, and a casual reminder about lost youthfulness couldn't be any woman's idea of the best post-coital moments. She'd have hated Greg to be one of those men who nuzzled in a creepily humble way and muttered, Thank you, as if they had just been granted a rare and filthy trample through the sacred female temple. And thank all the gods he didn't do that cringe-making, How was it for you? begging question, that Barbara, her business partner, got from her husband every Friday night without fail. Good grief, if you couldn't tell by now. But just occasionally, it would be pleasing if the sexual afterblast could include some close gratifying snuggling, some loving touchy-feely stuff, as if there was at least the pretense of reluctance to let the moment go. On the plus side, of course, at least they still did it now and then. Half-jokey hints from friends and far too much nostalgic detail on how it used to be from Cathy next door, told her that several had partners who were not so much running on unleaded, as Greg would so charmingly put it, but whose metaphorical starter motors had rusted to a permanent standstill. Another plus with Greg was that he wouldn't give her pained glances, suggestive of hypersensitivity when, as she did now, she gave up on sleep and reached down to the floor to pick up the book she was eager to finish.
As she was settling herself into a good reading position, Jay caught the glint of reflected light through the bit where the huge glass expanse of the bedroom window met the huge glass expanse of the roof. So, he was at it again. The planet man in the top-floor flat across the road was watching the stars from his home-built observatory and accidentally doing his best to take in the views afforded by any neighbours careless enough to have far more window than curtain. Blinds. We should do something about getting blinds, she thought, making a mental note. It was time to do something more serious about privacy up in this rooftop fish tank of a bedroom than these flimsy or gandy hangings. What was it William Morris had said about home furnishings? Something along the lines of every domestic item being either beautiful or functional, preferably both. Close to transparent window hangings weren't anyone's idea of functional.